0: welcome to hempire i'm your host gabby boudreau co-founder of divine elements by mid-century the number of americans aged 65 and older with alzheimer's dementia may grow to 13.8 million This represents a steep increase from the estimated 5.8 million Americans age 65 and older who have Alzheimer's dementia today. Here's an excerpt from Alzheimer's.org. A key hallmark of Alzheimer's disease is the buildup of clumps of a protein called amyloid in the brain. Some studies have shown that components of cannabis, including THC, appear to remove this protein from nerve cells grown in the lab. Another study that gave both THC and CBD oil to mice with symptoms of Alzheimer's disease showed an improved in learning and had less evidence of amyloid clumps in their bodies. Research continues to better understand the effects of CBD oil on the brain. Some early evidence suggests that CBD oil may reduce inflammation in the brain, although this has yet to be proven in people. So here today to talk to us about what she has seen in practice involving the elderly and Alzheimer's dementia, as well as other aspects of quality of life in seniors, is a woman who has been a registered nurse for over 49 years with progressive leadership positions in clinical research, as well as clinical nursing. While an undergraduate working as a research assistant at the University of Arizona, she designed and implemented the pilot study for colon cancer prevention, which launched colon cancer research that is still in progress today. In collaboration with the College of Nursing, she assisted with the development of predictive tools in relationship to compliance with dietary and other healthy habit changes. The health locus of control tool developed for that study in 1994 is still utilized in dietary compliance studies today. She has also served as a clinical leader in the development of a successful hospice, as well as a physician's group. She is the medical advisor for Divine Element CBD and my friend, Cindy Abrams, it is a pleasure to finally have you on Hempfire? Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Gabby. It's a pleasure to be here. Seniors is definitely a topic that I am very passionate about, especially dementia and ways we can improve quality of life for them.
0: Absolutely. And I know you are passionate about it. I know um, some of the ways that you help improve the quality of life of seniors in your care as it pertains to uh, CBD and cannabis in general. But for those listening, can you give us a little bit about your nursing background um, and how you became interested in CBD and and cannabis in general as a possible tool for the elderly uh, to improve their quality of life?
1: Well, as a senior myself, of course, I'm interested for personal reasons, but my first interest in CBD started as pain relief for myself in, because I have severe fibromyalgia and don't want to take narcotics and other medications that can be prescribed due to the large number of side effects, including for many of those medications. Dementia is a side effect. And I definitely didn't want to develop that. So that's how I first got involved with CBD. And it has proved to be much more than pain relief for me and for my patients. We use it quite a bit for a wide variety of things. But personally, it was initially for pain management and then the, one of my clients started using it in one of her residents and the assisted living she owns, and a woman who was not speaking for six months after three months on CBD started talking again. So then that really caught my attention and I decided to explore it further.
0: Okay, yes. Yeah. So you have fibromyalgia yourself, and you um, were looking for some alternative options to traditional uh, prescription medications that typically lead to you know, some really hefty side effects that you were trying to avoid. So you tried um, CBD and maybe other forms of cannabis for that, and you found really good relief with that. And I know that, and you are a big advocate of it. And the quality of life um, component when it comes to medical treatment for these you chronic know, Chronic disorders or diseases, um, it's, it's so important for us to, to keep that in mind and to kind of make that priority, especially when you're in, you know, an elderly stage of your life you should be feeling just as good, you know, if you can, as you were um, when you were in your younger stages of life. And I think that's totally possible. And, and you've, you've shown me that and you tell us all the time about how these people are improving with CBD products. It's just amazing. So um, what kind of results specifically have you seen in practice with those under your supervision uh, with CBD products for, for neurodegenerative diseases uh, like Alzheimer's, dementia?
1: Well, one of, I think one of the most exciting things is use for, of CBD for anxiety, because with dementia, we frequently see anxiety and our challenge is all of the medications for that particular problem increase fall risk in seniors, And fall risk is huge anyway after the age of 65. And we certainly don't want to make it a bigger risk because along with falls goes broken hips, which usually lead to a rapid decline in dementia and frequently death within six months. So I have seen tremendous help for anxiety in seniors especially those that have reached the point that you can't really reason with them. They don't understand things. They just get very agitated. So CBD with a small amount of THC has shown to have tremendous benefit. It's also an added plus is it can be given in a tincture And often they don't even know that they're getting it because that's also a challenge, sometimes resistance of pills. I had one little gentleman that loved a shot of tequila every evening, and we just popped his little CBD THC tincture right in his much watered down tequila in a shot glass.
0: I love it. Whatever you got to do to get in them.
1: (laughs) That's what I said. And
0: make them happy. I love that. Yeah, you, so like you said, you just mentioned that you, you have uh, someone under your care who they're, uh, they are dealing with Alzheimer's, dementia, and we're not speaking for a few months and um, we're not, you know, socializing. And then you guys had put them on um, CBD oil or was it CBD capsules? And they had begun to start to socialize again. Is that right?
1: It, yes, it actually took about three months. The interesting thing about CBD is that it goes where the body feels it needs to go, not where you want it to go. So I've talked to people that have been using it and they'll be like, oh, yeah, it didn't help my pain at all. And I'll go, really? Well, did you notice anything else? Well, I'm sleeping better, oh, so you're sleeping better. So maybe do you think if you started sleeping better then your pain might get better too? And they're like, oh yeah, that that, that might really happen. Um, but the other thing it does with people with dementia is CBD and THC can go through the blood brain barrier. So it can work in the brain to balance it, and get the pathways working more efficiently. So we see several things that are a benefit related to seniors who have problems, like not speaking or not socializing or not being able to look at someone and focus finally being able to do that. We've had people that were incontinent become less incontinent or not incontinent at all once they've been on CBD for several months. The difference between CBD and THC in relationship to prescribed medications is in prescription medications, you often see a benefit immediately or within seven to 10 days. Whereas CBD is a homeostasis medication. And so it wants, I, I tell people, think of it like a bicycle wheel with spokes. If you have one spoke that's too long, your ride is going to be rather bumpy. If you've got ones that are all different length, you're going to be miserable and have a very sore bottom at the end of your ride. So CBD comes in and it straightens all those spokes out to the same length and you have a nice smooth ride and that's what we want but it may not move at the way you want it to move it may be well okay first I'm going to sleep better then my pain gets better or it may be my headaches are cleared but I really wanted it to sleep but your body thought your headaches were more important so this is one thing you can't control; it can control where it goes.
0: Absolutely, and like you mentioned, it it it's not a linear in your you know from your perspective where you how you think CBD is going to work. So you know we previously thought that the endocannabinoid system was a closed circuit system that really is not the case at all. Um, As research shows, uh, cannabinoids interact with um, serotonin receptors and opioid receptors and uh, many other receptor systems in the body. Um, So it's a downstream effect that the endocannabinoid system can have, like you're saying. So maybe you start taking CBD or another cannabis product um, that has you know, cannabimimetic activity in the body and you might notice your sleep improves, And but you weren't taking it for your sleep. You wanted to get rid of your pain or your anxiety or whatever you were using it for. Um, but because the sleep is improved, it's improving your quality of life, which is in a holistic sense. And the endocannabinoid system is there to, uh, to perform homeostasis, like you're saying, to improve balance in the body. So it's all interconnected. It's a holistic, um, holistic system in the body. So CBD is, I know you say this sometimes, it's smarter than you. (laughs) When you take it, it goes into the body and it does things that you didn't know you needed, but it's doing it in the background. So it's, really cool. And I I love what you guys are seeing in practice with, um, you know, with people who are suffering from these just horrible, uh, neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, dementia, um, and improving their quality of life significantly. It's just amazing. Um, so knowing that I believe you would agree that, um, it's really important for those under, um, under medical care, who are on prescription medications um, to seek out consultation from their attending physician before incorporating um, a CBD or a cannabis supplement into their um, medical protocol. Can you elaborate a little bit more on? why that's so important especially for the elderly Um, you know if you're if you're listening and you you want to uh, start your mom or dad on cbd for uh, alzheimer's dementia or some other serious disease and they're on medication it's important to seek medical advice so if you could just touch on that a little bit so that we um, make sure we're leading people in the right direction on this journey
1: yes you know it's always amazed me uh, because i also have a degree in nutritional science that people are under the misconception that if it's natural, it's okay. And I always tell them, well, cyanide's natural, but I don't think I'd chug it down at breakfast. So, And CBD is no different. Although it has very few interactions um, where some supplements do, there is a real concern if someone is taking Coumadin or Warfarin to thin the blood that CBD can make that thin the blood a little more. It doesn't mean you can't take it, It just means your physician needs to be aware of it so they can monitor your blood. The other thing we really watch for if we're adding THC with that CBD is people with certain mental health disorders, uh, schizophrenia, severe bipolar disease, then it can also not only alter those medications, but increase risk for hallucinations. We also really have to watch this in seniors with dementia that and have Parkinson's or and have a type of dementia called Lewy bodies where they naturally hallucinate. So we certainly don't wanna make that any worse, but there are ways to still have them benefit from CBD, we just make sure there's absolutely no THC in it. And one of the advantages CBD has is that it does stop the psychogenic effects of THC. So if you have someone who you really are concerned about hallucinations, all we do is up the CBD percentage compared to the THC. So we might use an 18-part CBD to a one-part THC. So there are a lot of things that are involved. But just like any other supplement, self-medicating is never a good idea and can have some very nasty side effects. So you really need to consult your primary care provider as well as a professional, either a nurse or a physician or a nurse pract who has additional training in cannabis and CBD usage.
0: Right, and super important, especially if you are already on medications because uh, of contraindications with medications. So like Cindy just said, uh, we know we're here to share the knowledge and, and the research that is coming out about CBD and cannabis in general, but we always encourage people who come to us who have have medical questions about CBD interacting with other medications to always, always consult your physician um, before adding in a new supplement to your medical protocol. So that's really important to us. And we just want to make that clear. And we want you guys to understand why it's so important. But um, I just want to shift gears a little bit. We've been talking about ingestible CBD, which is, you know, incredible, um, just left and right for all sorts of things. And you're seeing it in, in clinical practice. And, um, you know, we have tons of anecdotal evidence that we we gather, we've gathered over the last few years with people who use our products and the research coming out, but I want to talk about topical um, CBD products for a little bit. Because our business partner, my and your business partner, Dr. John Stryker, um, just published a research paper, which you know, um, in the Journal Scientific Reports on terpenes and their cannabimimetic activity on the body and the brain. Um, and they showed in his lab that specific terpenes were just as effective, in some instances, more even more effective than morphine on pain relief, specifically uh, neuropathy. So I'm going to read an excerpt from his paper regarding pain, and I want to get your thoughts on this. It reads, and it quote, if terpenes can be shown to modulate cannabinoid activity, it could provide a powerful tool to improve cannabinoid therapy. The main phytocannabinoids, THC and CBD, work through cannabinoid and non-cannabinoid mechanisms to evoke therapeutic benefits, most notably treatment for chronic pain. However, efficacy in these studies tends to be modest and THC induces burdensome, burdensome psychoactive and somatic side effects. If terpene compounds modulate phytocannabinoids like THC, then it might be possible to identify terpenes that maximize the therapeutic efficacy of cannabinoids while reducing Unwanted side effects. Therapeutically, this could take the form of specific chemovar plant strains or purified and defined terpene cannabinoid mixtures. End quote. So we're currently formulating or reformul- reformulating our relief cream um, to include these specific terpenes that um, they showed in their in their studies uh, to be as effective as morphine at certain ratios. Uh, you know, with your help and. And John's help we're reformulating it and to we want to create a really effective uh, pain cream for chronic pain, um, you know, that doesn't produce any side effects the way opioids would that that you would be ingesting for pain. So how do you think this kind of research could change the game for chronic pain, especially considering the opioid epidemic.
1: Well, I think it's significant. I will say my 11-year-old granddaughter scraped her knee, and I used some of our relief cream on it, and she said it worked better than anything. And, you know, 11-year-olds can be rather dramatic, so. uh,
0: (laughs) I love it. But
1: but I've also seen uh, our biggest way that I've seen the topicals help is in our diabetics because older diabetics, especially those who have been on insulin for an extended period of time, are likely to have some form of neuropathy, usually in their feet, but also frequently in their hands, backs. There's a lot of locations on the body. And our challenge with that is the medication that's used to treat that most often can cause a disruption in thinking patterns, it can cause dizziness, it can increase fall risk. So the topical medications don't have those side effects. So it's very easy to use them on someone. It's also therapeutic from the standpoint of therapeutic touch has been shown to reduce pain and anxiety. So as you're rubbing it on their feet or their hands, you're killing two birds with one stone. They're getting that warm touch that also has been shown to be beneficial as well as a huge benefit from the actual topical itself. I usually use that in our patients. I frequently Frequently, they come back from the ER with a lidocaine patch. Well, that's lovely, except there are multiple studies that show those really, A, don't work. Uh, B, you can only use them in a small section and only so much on the body at a time, or it can cause heart arrhythmias, whereas CBD, you can bathe in it. So that's a huge, that's a huge advantage over anything else that we have on the market
0: right now. Yeah. And you literally can bathe in it. And many people do. And bath bombs are CBD bath bombs are one of my, my favorite CBD product on the market. And we have, you know, two bath bombs that are just very lovely and luxurious. And yeah, it's incredible to see people, um, use topical treatments that don't have side effects that certain, um, medications do like opioids and, um, aren't addictive in any way. So there's, uh, some really bright, um, some bright evidence and, um, motivation for, you know, for this type of treatment in chronic pain so that people don't have to experience those side effects. And the opioid epidemic is just, I mean, it's just horrible. Um, so This research that John just published and more research that's coming out about it is really exciting to me. Um, I think people deserve to have relief from chronic pain and, and not have to suffer in other ways because of it. Um, and not have to, uh you know, alter their quality of life because of it. So this is, it's really exciting stuff. And um, you see it in practice all the time, you know, how it can help these CBD creams. And we're working on um, an outstanding formulation for you guys. And by the way, we have a code for you all to use if you're interested in trying our relief cream um, or any of our other CBD and botanical wellness products. You can check out our selection online at mydivineelements.com, where you can use the The code wellness 20 for 20% off your first order it's a great way to to try our products and uh, you know try the cream at a discounted price if you are suffering from chronic pain and you would like to try something like a CBD topical Um, so. Like you said, you know the therapeutic touch has you know a benefit as well as when you're using a CBD topical. The therapeutic touch uh, is shown to improve anxiety and pain relief, and there are a lot of other things that you can be doing um, besides taking CBD or you know whatever else you're you're doing for your wellness protocol. Um, there's a lot of things you can do to improve your your quality of life holistically, and the fact that Alzheimer's is is climbing at such an alarming rate. So, you know, the Alzheimer's.org statistic, they're predicting that the increase, an increase in the amount of people who will be diagnosed with Alzheimer's by mid-century, it's just an alarming increase. Um, So, what are some of the ways or lifestyle tools that, um, that people can start to implement to prevent the development of this disease? Because You know, health really is holistic when you look at when you look at it and you think about it, everything affects everything, the body. Um, So if you're using cannabis as a tool to support your endocannabinoid system, um, which supports homeostasis or balance in the body, uh, what's, you know, it's something that should be done in a holistic way. So what are some other things you recommend to uh, patients under your care and that maybe people who are listening can implement into their lifestyle to improve their level of wellness in this stage, but as well in, as into the later stages of life?
1: Well, that's a really good question. You know, currently it's predicted that dementias impact one in four people in the United States in some way which is really significant if you think about it. And I hate to burst anybody's bubble, but now there's research that shows beginning stages of dementia start 20 years before actual onset of symptoms. So developing a healthy lifestyle now is the best thing to do. Dementia is made worse by inflammation as is the majority of disease processes. So, eating foods that reduce inflammation and including things like onions and garlic and ginger in your food um, is a very good way to help. Whole vegetables, natural vegetables, fruits, lean meats, very little red meat. Red meat is a definite uh, cause of a lot of our inflammation fish from a wild caught fish, from a clean environment are is also a really good way to help. And at least 30 minutes of exercise three times a week, even if you take a five minute walk and you gradually increase that, that increases your circulation to your brain and all parts of your body and helps reduce inflammation. Drinking plenty of water is also extremely useful to getting toxins flushed out of your system and also doing things that stimulate your brain, crossword puzzles, math, Sudoku, uh, even words with friends, something that makes your brain work uh, can help lower your risk for dementia quite a bit.
0: And all those things you just mentioned um, are cannabimimetic activities as well. They, they you know, research has shown that doing certain things, pra- uh, practicing certain things like yoga and meditation, walking, um, you know, there's the infamous runner's high that you get after you exercise. Well, it's not actually um, produced from endorphins. It's, it's from anandamide in the brain, which is your own body's Uh, cannabinoid. It's an endocannabinoid. So those sorts of things, you know, like Cindy's saying that that will improve your quality of life now and lower your your inflammation now, which will help in the later stages of life and preventing, um, you know, scary neurodegenerative uh, diseases like Alzheimer's dementia. But it's really important to uh, support your endocannabinoid system. And you do all of those things when you are practicing those those lifestyle habits as well as eating a really clean diet, that's super important. Um, So there's so much exciting research coming out. Um, You've you've shared quite a bit of what you see in your practice um, from day to day. And uh, it's really exciting to see these people Uh, have improvements in their quality of life and uh, with CBD and other, you know, cannabinoid um, tools that they're implementing um, under the care of physicians and and yourself. Uh, But I want to know what you think you, we might see in the next five to 10 years as it pertains to the future of cannabinoid medicine. Where do you see cannabinoid medicine going?
1: Well, I think this is a very exciting time. There are already universities developing cannabis degrees. There is a cannabis nursing association that is working on cannabis certification for RNs. And there is a real push to have insurance cover natural things that versus medications. There have been a variety of pilots by Blue Cross Blue Shield and some other insurance companies that showed that covering supplements and natural substances was save them money. And that's really what they care about is they don't care about your health. They care about if it saves you money. But the advantage yeah. is it really does improve your health. So I think it will continue to grow. I think within the next five years, all 50 states will have legal cannabis and the FDA will start working a little more on it. There is already an FDA-approved organic uh, THC cannabis pill for certain types of rare childhood epilepsies, but preliminary studies show that In seizure disorders, CBD is more effective with less side effects than any medication on the market right now. So I think we're going to see a huge growth in the next five years, especially.
0: I agree. I I think we'll see legalization on a national level in the next decade paid. And uh, it's something that's been coming for a long time. It's a long time coming. And I think it's going to happen in the next five to 10 years, like you're saying, which is awesome, because there's so many people who want and need access to this medicine and maybe don't have access to it or they you know they are just they don't have access to the education about it or um, access to physicians uh, like yourself who can help them incorporate it into their medical protocols so I think that's going to be happening soon which is amazing um, we were out of time today but I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today it was a pleasure having you on the show Cindy Abrams thank you for being here
1: Thank you, Gabby. I really enjoyed it.
0: Absolutely. I'd also like to thank our producers and Divine Elements CBD for making this show possible. Join us next week for another episode of Hempire. Thank you so much for listening. And until then, stay well, keep learning, and we'll talk to you all soon.